Thank you, Lord. Have your way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Please take your seat. In Jesus' name. If Pastor Farai has asked me to share the word of God today, and I do not take it lightly because I see it as a privilege to bring God's word and also the grace of God to speak through him to ask me to do it. It could have been anybody. But I believe that it is because there is a seizing word for somebody and only James can bring it. Do you understand that? It's not, it's not an act of boasting. It, I mean, Peter could have sent the word to the Ethiopian eunuch, but only Philip could explain to the Ethiopian eunuch what it meant to be born again. Amen. So the spirit carried Philip to join the Ethiopian you know, chariot so that he could explain the word of God to this man to be born again. Hallelujah. So things happen in the realm of the spirit. We see it in the manifestation of the flesh to mean that Pastor Fry has gone on holiday and then no. It is divine. It is a strategic opportunity to bring home something. He's there. He's being blessed. We are here. We are being blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to open your heart to the word of God today. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you brother Raymond for that revelation about the glory. Amen. Amen. No, I, I want to speak a little bit about what he said. He said that the glory that Solomon and Israel experienced uh, where the cloud covered the temple that nobody could move. We are the carriers of it. Mm. I mean, that even the Bible says that even that glory was not glorious. But so we carry glory in our spirit. So when we say from, from glory to glory, it is just a revelation, more revelation of the glory that we carry. So the more revelation of the glory you get, the more glory you show forth. Hallelujah. So we are, when you are, when you are praying for glory, then show yourself. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Sister Edna, you are carrying the glory that raised Christ from the dead. The glory of, the, the Bible says that the glory of the Father raised Christ from the dead. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 11, it says that the spirit that raised Christ dwells in our mortal body. So that glory is resident in you. Hallelujah. No, I want you this one to sit in. That glory is resident in you. There is no other glory coming again. This glory is God's glory in you. You are the career of God's glory. We are the careers of God's glory. We carry the glory of God. And what it means is that God's glory cannot be sick. You can't be sick. When I say you can't be sick, doesn't mean that Satan will not try to make you sick. He will try to make you sick. But because of what you know, you react. Settle. I've not even come to my message yet. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Tonight I want to speak on the subject. I had three titles. <laughs> yeah. All connected to one thing. And then and the interesting thing is that 
the third title came when I was baffling to come here. <laughs> and I want to use that one. The unlimited power of faith. The unlimited power of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. The unlimited power of faith. You know, everything we've been praying for tonight is about faith. Romans 14, verse 17, he talks about the kingdom of God is not in meat. And what if you read verse 1 down, he was talking about faith. So he's saying that if your faith is weak, huh? so righteousness is by faith, right? He said, We are what? Jesus Christ became sin, that we through him will become the righteousness of God in him. So it is by faith. That we become righteous. The Bible says that He will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Him because He trusts in Him. That word trust there is the same as faith. It's like God will keep you in perfect peace because you have faith in Him. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Then joy. He said, He says what? Ask that your joy may be full. How do you ask? You ask by faith, isn't it? So the, the, the components of the righteousness, peace, and joy is connected to the faith <coughs> that we have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. Okay. I'm just laying foundation. Now, if you want to use Abraham's faith, as a child of God now, you will be limited. Do you agree? Somebody say yes. Yeah. If you want to use Abraham's faith now, as a child of God, you will be limited. Is it true? It's true, right? <laughs> you are not saying it well for me to hear that you agree with me. Because Abraham looked forward to our day. So that faith was based on God saying a word to them. And then they hear. Because faith in itself was not resident in them. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Because Romans... 12, verse 3, says what? What does it say? Please read it. I thought you were going to be, be on the keyboard throughout. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be there. Okay. Romans 12, verse 3. Romans 12, 3. Please, if you, if you don't understand something, don't say that I'm preaching heresy. Eh? <laughs> also, go and apply your mind to it and you see what it is. Romans 12, if you are there, you read it. Romans 12, verse 3. Yes. yes. Romans 12, 3. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you thought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in according to the faith God has distributed to each of you. 
Amen. Amen. So the King James Version speaks about it very clearly. You know, the other versions talks about a measure of faith. But the King James says the measure of faith. They are not the same things, you understand? Okay, he says the measure of faith. He said, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think somebody according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen. Amen. The measure of faith. So Paul was talking to the church in Rome. The Roman church. He was telling them that God has given them, because they are all believers. So God has given every one of them the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. But when we go to Rome, uh, Hebrews 11, and we look at the hall, the hall of the Hall of Fame of the early fathers in the Old Testament. The Bible says that they all, with even their faith, they could not receive the promise. <coughs> right? They could not receive the promise because their faith was based on a promise. So their faith was based on a promise of something that was to come. So Abraham saw Jesus in Isaac. David saw Jesus. Joseph, they saw Jesus. But they did not physically see him. So their faith was based on a promise of the Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. But we have Christ. Amen. So when the message of Christ is preached to you, the death, burial, and resurrection, faith comes. Faith is quickening you. That is what they call the measure of faith. Because the Bible says that when the word of God comes, when the word of God about Jesus comes, it comes with a package of faith. You are not saved by your own faith. It is God's faith that makes you saved. But when the word of God is preached to you, that word that comes to you, comes with faith, that makes you to respond. You understand? So the Bible says that in Romans 10, 17, I'm reading a lot of scriptures to connect a lot of things. Romans 10, 17 says, faith cometh. Right? Now, when you have, if you have some, some Bibles, it will show you which ones is an addition of the translators. So when you look at Romans 10 from this, my Bible, which tells me that the cometh was actually an addition. So if you read it well, it says, so then, faith by hearing. If you take the comment out, the comment was an addition by translators to make it sound English. Proper English. So it says that, so then, faith by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the word of God there is Jesus being presented to any man. Mm. So when you receive it, you come into faith. The believer has no faith problem. Mm. You understand? Are you with me? Yes. The believer, anybody born again, he comes into faith. You have the totality of God's faith. I want to provoke you tonight. Because I hear people say, oh... I need a job. I don't even have faith for that job. <laughs> you understand? Because when you have the, the, this the, the consciousness of this unlimited power of faith, 
which is resident in you, when it is unveiled to you, like it is opened up. Hallelujah. Mm. Let me just give you this example. I can, I'm in a, in a house with a friend. My friend there may have a gun. I don't know. Maybe he has a gun. He has bullets in his store. I don't know. And then somebody comes to the house to attack me. There is a gun. There is a bullet I could use to defend myself. But I don't know. The, 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 the gun is capable of destroying. Yeah? Look at it in a good way. It's capable of helping me defend myself. <laughs> but because I don't know it is there, it looks as if I cannot defend myself. Are you with me? So I am saying that the unlimited power of faith is in you. But if you don't know it is there, it appears as if you still need faith. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. If you don't know that you have faith as Jesus, hmm? as Jesus walked on the water, he was walking on the level of faith before he died. <coughs> After he died and rose, he gave us faith, which is God's kind of faith, the Zoe, the God kind of faith. I mean, the totality of God's faith. So we, we are on the same realm as God at the beginning. That is how powerful the faith we have. And this unlimited power of faith is not for cars. It's not for houses. Because those are, those are, those are usual things. Muslims have cars. They have the best one. They have the best cars. They have the be best houses. But this faith is so that you can stand in your identity as a child of God. So that when you say no, <coughs> it is no. When you say come, it is come. When you say Satan, get out of here. It, you are not, we are not in a fight with the devil. We are seated far above them. Hallelujah. Yes. So when you have that understanding, Kaboshke. When you have that understanding of, of the power of faith you carry, you don't joke with it. Praise God. Amen. So we come into the totality of faith, the completeness. It is not weak, strong faith, weak faith. No. God kind of faith is complete. But because the revelation of what you have is not complete, it appears weak. That is why a brother here will declare some things and it will happen and you declare it doesn't happen. Why? Because you don't have the revelation of where your faith is. God will not give you more faith than he has given you. So when you are here praying for faith, you 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 come eh? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? No. It's like you you come eh? It's like you struggle for nothing because he has given you faith already. What you need now is to what is to sit down, get to understand what has happened to you, 
learn to discover what has happened to you and apply it. The unlimited power of faith is what we need today in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. The kingdom of God is not in meat and in food, but righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. All that is, is together faith. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you something. You know, some people say that, oh, the, the, the Syrophoenician woman had faith. So strong faith. If I could have that, her faith. If I could have, you know that story. The woman, I'm, I, I'm assuming you know the story. <laughs> the Syrophoenician woman had an issue with his child. I don't want to go read scriptures. I want to speak freely. So that we are not held down by the scripture. So follow me quickly. Now this woman had a problem with the child and came to Jesus. She heard about Jesus. Came to Jesus. Jesus, please heal my daughter. Then Jesus said, no, you are not of Israel. You are not a, a child of the kingdom. <coughs> So you cannot take the children's bread. Then this woman said, No, even, yeah, I'm not a child because I'm a Greek. But even the, the dogs, see you, even the dogs eat the crumbs. So Jesus Christ said, Oh, I have never seen so great faith in the world or in that area. Praise God. The good news is that that great faith, that great faith Jesus Christ was talking about, you have it. You didn't have to show anything. He gave you when you what? You believed. So you are not eating crumbs. You are actually eating at the table of the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, this is the, the I, I, I want us to understand something. As a church, as a church, I hear things. Eh? We pray things. Hallelujah. Amen. We pray things, I hear things. And sometimes it looks as if we don't seem to understand what we have. Praise God. Amen. I'm not questioning anybody. I said it appears as if. Why? Because if we know Eh? If we know that, like Brother uh, Raymond was telling us about the glory, if we know that we have glory in us, and we want to pray about glory, what do we do? We thank God by faith. Because we say, Father, I thank you that I am full of glory. I thank you that the glory of the Lord is so overflowing in me to effect things. That is the application of the unlimited power of faith. Why? Because you know what you have. That is why Paul said to Philemon. He said, let's read it. Philemon 1.6. Tonight is, is an unusual night video. For you. Maybe, I think. I don't know. But just follow quickly. And let's see what Paul told Philemon. And I want you to open the Bible. 
He says that that the communication of thy faith may become effectual <coughs> by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. The communication of thy faith, pistis, your faith, may become effectual, active, powerful, by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So he says that if you want, if you want your faith to, to become communication, there is uh, koinonia, like fellowshipping of, of the communication of your faith. You understand communication, is it? <laughs> yeah. The communication of your faith may become effectual. That when you and I we are talking about faith, we are not talking at, at lower levels. It becomes active, my brother. What is your name? Derek. When we are talking about things, for example, when we are praying about somebody getting healed, I'm not at a higher level, you are not at a lower level. We are communicating at the same level so that when we apply our faith, what happens? There is result. You understand? Mm. So somebody is saying that, oh, now we are waiting for faith to come to be healed. And you are saying we can. So when you pray, where, where will you go? <coughs> where are you going with your faith? Because somebody is saying that, oh, God must give me faith to pray for the person to be healed. And then you are, I'm also saying, we already have faith. Mm. So there is confusion. Mm. There is no result. But we have this unlimited power in us. So he said that you should acknowledge that you have it and apply it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have faith. Yes. What does it mean that we have this faith? What it means is that we have all things given unto us in Christ Jesus. Praise God. All things. Oh. Bible says that all things have been given. All things that pertain to life and godliness. <coughs> have been given unto us. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, it is, it is your faith that gives you the opportunity to deliver that to you. It is being given. It has been given. My, my, my twins were given. It is not yes. God's fault I don't have it. It is my fault if I don't have it. Mm. It is not God's fault if I don't have those twins Oh. Those twins, I'm telling you. No, it is not God's fault. Why? Because he has already given it. All I need now is to position myself to, to receive it. Now, it, it may take long. Why? Because me and my wife, we have to agree. Yeah, we have to work our faith. Yes, we have to be honest. If, I'm, if, if I want twins and she wants one, how can we have twins? So we have to agree. The agreement of faith makes it powerful. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We have all things given unto us. You know, the Bible says that Abraham was completely persuaded about God. He was completely persuaded about God that he did not even count his own body dead, physically dead. So he was dead physically because he was hundred and over years, but he did not consider it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Again, God told him to go and sacrifice Isaac. He went. The Bible says that his faith, he was very sure 
that even if he sacrificed Isaac, God was able to raise him up. Praise God. You see, if you don't have the assurance of what God has deposited in you, it looks as if you are always waiting for God to do something again. But he has given us all things. He has released all things. He has given us all things. He has released all things. He has given you all things. Can somebody will say, I don't know if God will give it all. I don't know if God will give it. I don't know if you will give me this job. And we have this excuse. I don't know if it is the will of God for me to have a child. You, you understand? Maybe because he wants me to be uh, an, uh, a nun. See, <laughs> those, those, those people he called, he quickens them to know so that they will not even get married. So once you get married, you are cross. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. You have crossed. You are no longer in that realm. So God has given us all things. He dealt with cancer. 2,000 years ago. Are you with me? He, he, he crashed leukemia. 2,000 and over years ago. Bible says that when he rose from the grave, he rose with, with victory. He gave us, he has given us victory. The victory is no longer in his hands, it's with us. Hey, hey, hey. You, 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 can't, you cannot wait for God when it is about you. Because he has done what he should have done in Christ. And because you have Christ, you have all things. Yours is to position yourself in faith. You are not permitted to sleep here. You are not permitted to sleep here tonight. Because you cannot sleep. The, the reason you cannot sleep is because you made appointment by faith to be here. <laughs> and because you made an appointment to be here, you must be here till the time it was closed. <laughs> so right now, in the name of Jesus, I banish every spirit of slumber. In the name of Jesus. So, by this, by this faith, unlimited power of faith, we have access into the realm of the spirit. You know, hallelujah. Amen. You know, sometimes we are limited because of this less. But by the access of faith, the Bible says that we have access by faith into in this grace. Into this grace. Which grace? The grace that Christ has brought, which is the realm of the spirit. We have access. The same way God is able to see the realm of the spirit, by faith, we are able to see and operate in the realms of the Spirit. We have access into that realm. Praise God. I don't know why I'm talking about this tonight. But I want you to leave this place and know that you have something great. You are carrying something supernaturally awesome that no man can stop. You see, when, when, when we all have this understanding, when we have a situation, we agree. We agree concerning the situation. We just say, ah, right now, we just need to demonstrate our faith. Eh? Mm. This thing here, we just need to demonstrate. Let's begin to thank God for what has happened. Mm. 
because he's already done it we begin to thank god for it because we have an understanding that we we, we already have it we have access into the realms of the spirit you understand we just need to engage eh? the level of engagement may be different but we need to what engage and when we engage we are able to what to deliver what we lack <coughs> into our lives praise god if god will come down now to do anything he will only re remind you that he has done everything <coughs> maybe you should write that one down that's fine <laughs> somebody is saying are you telling are you saying that god will not cannot do anything god cannot do anything outside of christ he has given us all things in Christ. Mm. So when you have Christ, you have all things. Mm. What will he do again? Come and kill Jesus and give him to you? <laughs> no. He has, he has already dealt with, 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 a, with a thing that kept us. Huh? We, were, we were praying about breakthrough. But the biggest breakthrough came when we came out of darkness into light. That is the biggest breakthrough. So when you don't know this, you'll be you'll be you you <laughs> you'll be praying for another breakthrough. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? I don't know why I'm touching you because you you, you need some breakthrough. You need some breakthrough, and, and this thing must connect you. But what I'm saying is we broke through. Why? This is the thing. There was an outer court, there was an inner court, there was a holies of holies. That breakthrough pattern and we have access into God. Mm. That is the biggest breakthrough. <coughs> the biggest breakthrough is not the job. Because it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. The blessings of God are not material things. They are spiritual things. The spiritual things is that you have the righteousness of God. That is the breakthrough. That you have peace with God. That you have joy in the Holy Ghost. Yes. That you are righteous with God. That, oh. that is the blessing. Because with that righteousness, a car can come at any time. When I'm driving <coughs> bicycle, it doesn't mean that I'll be on bicycle. You know, it's just for this season. <laughs> it's just, no, yes. Yes. Maybe you are at home at this time, you don't have a job. It's just for this season. Mm. Your, God, your, your God is just working on you to, to, to get your faith in line. Mm. So that you can appropriate what belongs to you in Christ Jesus. Mm. Now, what I'm telling you now, it doesn't mean that I have everything. I also need some things in the realm of the natural. But I am applying my faith so that when the time comes, I can get it. Amen. And that's what we do. Praise God. Amen. Somebody says that, you see... The Romans 14 verse 1. Let's, let's look at that scripture. So that <coughs> you understand what, what I'm saying clearly. Thank you Lord Jesus. Romans 14 verse 1. It says that him that is weak in the faith. Receive ye but not to doubtful disputations. Now, look at that scripture carefully. He said, him that is weak in the faith. He is in the faith, though, but he is weak. He is born again. He is in the faith, but he is weak. He is not able to appropriate. Now see what happens. Because he is weak in the faith, for one believer that he may eat all things. Huh? Somebody who, who is operating at a higher level of unlimited power of faith knows that whatever is sacrificed to idols, 
from anywhere. All the gods of the world put together. He can eat and nothing will happen to him. That is one man. He operating at the higher level of faith. Then this other one, another who is weak, eating herbs. Because, because he is not at the level that he should operate and eat. He's operating at the level of herbs. Vegetarian. He's a, he has become a vegetarian. Hallelujah. <laughs> but God has blessed all things. <laughs> Let's go on. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth. For God had received him. Who art thou that judgeth another man's servant to his own master? He standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holding up God. For God is able to make him stand. Now, you see verse 5. He said, one man esteemed one day above another. Another esteemed every day alike. He's just showing you the levels of of, of application of the unlimited power of faith. And then let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. So the man who is able to eat has a persuasion of what has happened to him in Christ Jesus. He knows that God has dealt with Satan. He knows that all principalities and powers are beneath him. He knows that whatever it is, all the goals of DRC Congo put together plus those from Nigeria combined with Ghana, all of it together with all those collected from India they have no power enough to stop a believer so when you know this when they put their food before you just bless God Father I thank you for this sumptuous meal you eat it and nothing will happen to you why? because you are at a level of the understanding of persuasion that my faith is rooted in the resurrection of Christ. Oh, yes. Bible says that if our faith, if Christ be not raised from the dead, then our faith is vain. Mm. But because Christ is raised from the dead, our faith standeth. Mm. Our faith is standing sure. Why? Because Christ was raised from the dead. Kabo That is the difference between the Christian and the Muslim. Because Jesus Christ is raised up from the dead and our faith is based on a living God not on a dead God now somebody will be telling me so are you saying that I don't know what I'm telling you is that in Christianity we believe that Jesus is alive and he's alive in me he's alive in you he has multiplied himself in many people I know where I'm going So you have to be persuaded about this thing. Be persuaded. I mean be persuaded. Be convinced. Oh. Be convinced that you are born again. Because if you are not born again, if you are not convinced, you cannot apply the faith. And if you are not convinced about the character of God, you cannot apply the unlimited power of faith. Because you are sometimes saying, oh, God also does evil. He does evil. He can stop you from getting something. And so you when you are even praying, you say, Father, if it is your will, let it be done. No. God's character is the same. The Bible says that God is light and in him there is no... What is darkness? What is darkness? Evil, isn't it? Oh, are, you, are you in church? Yes. Am I talking to myself? He said, God is light and in him there is no... Darkness. So what is darkness? Evil. Huh? Evil. Evil. So God, does God do evil? Okay. So when you don't have something, is it God? 
<laughs> no, I'm asking you a question. Is it God? You are not convinced. You are not persuaded. <laughs> you are not. Per you are not convinced. You are not persuaded. Is it God? Hallelujah. Amen. I was in a meeting in Tanzania when the Ethiopian airline crashed, and then we had a house fellowship. Then the guys were saying that we should thank God that uh, uh, some people some some people missed the the flight, and I said no, I can't. Because it was not God that did it. And then we're like, oh, God says that we should thank God for everything. Is that what God said in his word? He said, in everything, we should thank him. So it means that I am sick. It is not God who made me sick. But because I know what Christ has done, I stand and I thank God that he's taken me out. Not that he made me, I was made sick. So when you know the character of God, your faith stands sure. You understand? When you know that God cannot withhold any good thing from you. Eh? He cannot withhold any good thing from you. When you are praying, you are praying based on that, on faith. You are standing. So I go to God in, in prayer and I say, Father, I thank you that I have that job. That is a persuasion about the character of God. Bible says that Abraham was persuaded he was persuaded about God that he could raise Isaac up amen, amen. Joseph was persuaded about God Sarah was persuaded Abel was persuaded about God we only <coughs> saw we only saw Abel carry cattle or sheep to, to sacrifice but God saw faith praise God Hallelujah. Amen. So you have to be persuaded about God. Be persuaded that God can do this. Yes. God is he's done it already. Hallelujah. He's accomplished it already. Yes. Huh? Now, when we see when we see AGP now, right now, how many people believe that this church can full and overflow? Your hand is not out now. <laughs> okay. We all believe. Yes. Are you fully persuaded? Yes. To the extent that when nobody is sitting here, you are you are you are you are you are you are in a hurry to get somebody to sit here. If you are waiting for God to bring somebody here, it won't happen. No. Because He has put the power in you to bring somebody. So if you are persuaded, it forces us to act. That is why your faith will become effectual. It will become productive. <laughs> the Bible says that the spirit came upon Moses. Moses was just acting. Moses was acting. He didn't know what he was doing. But the spirit of faith was moving him. He was driving him. So he left Egypt to escape. The riches in Pharaoh's house. I expect you to know the scripture now. It's Hebrews 11. So <laughs> I expect you to know so that I don't have to read it again. I assume you know. The Bible says that Moses, he, he, he decided to leave Egypt. When he left Egypt, we saw him leave Egypt. But he was acting on faith. Why? The faith was driving him. The faith about him being a deliverer of Israel was driving him, so it moved him out to preserve his life. 
to become a deliverer. Faith drives. The unlimited power of faith drives you. It drives you to take steps. It drives you to do things that make you make people think you are crazy. Hallelujah. Amen. It makes people think that you are crazy. Abraham was 100 years and he was telling himself that he was calling himself, I'm the father of many nations. Can you imagine that my father at 80 years is now telling me that I will be the father of many nations. I will, I will, I will call the psychiatric people on him and ask him to be kept somewhere. Why? Because he looks stupid that at 80, he will want to become the father of many nations. Not even Ghana, many nations. <laughs> So that was what he was calling himself. He changed his name because he was convinced, he was persuaded about what God told him. Praise God. <clears throat> I want you to understand this tonight. You see, this, this August, October, September, people are going to be praying, Lord, I, you know, we began the year. I told you this. Now I mean, I don't know whether you will do it. After tonight, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say things like that. Amen. Amen. There is somebody here tonight. I don't know. It just, it just clicked in my spirit. There's somebody here tonight. You have, you have, you have. Like Marco Shatalabaha, Lebre Ketos Katelabaya. You have looked forward to something. I don't know, it looks like a job or, or something. You have tried all avenues. You have waited here for a season and it didn't happen. And you are wondering, should I continue to stay here or something? And, and it looks like you have kept coming, you kept coming, crying to God about this particular thing. Huh? You have, been, you have been crying to God. God, do it. God, do it. I want to tell you today that use your faith. The unlimited power of faith is not, it's not a tool that you pick when you need something. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. <coughs> faith, faith is not for Africa. Eh? Huh? Faith is not only for Africa. People say, oh, you need faith to carry, to join the bars in Africa. You need faith to go and get a letter. You need faith to do that. And in, in Europe, everything works. So you don't need faith. Now lie. <laughs> you big lie of the devil. Big lie of the devil. So that when you get when you come here, you relax in faith. And your faith is not, you are not stretching your faith to get things. That is the word of the Lord for somebody. Hmm? You have you have settled here. That, oh, here, oh, the bus is on time, the train is on time. When you apply for a letter, they, they reply you five minutes after you request for the letter. So, 
Well, what is faith? What is faith? What do you, you, you people are always talking about faith, 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 faith. Wait. Wait. Just wait one minute. Why? Because this whole life is, is packaged in faith. Oh. This whole life is packaged in faith. If things are working, seems to be working for you now, it doesn't mean that you should not enrich yourself in, in the knowledge of what Christ has done for you. You still need to grow in the knowledge so that you grow and keep growing so that things begin to open up. It's like when you grow in faith, things happen without you knowing. Praise Jesus. Things happen without you knowing. I remember I used to tell recently when I went home to Ghana I, I was telling my sister I said I, I told you that in 2010 2011 there but I was telling her I was staying with her and I was saying I, I have a feeling that I'll be leaving this country <coughs> she said at this time I didn't even have a job I didn't even have a job I was just saying it I said ah I I, I have this feeling that I'll be leaving this country I didn't have a job. 2010, the 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 part-time job I was out. You know, you are from Ghana. Right. Convert 200 CDs for me. 200 CDs is like what? 50 euro. So I go and sit in a clinic. I was trained as a dietitian. I go and sit in a clinic. I sit in a in a clinic. Oh, it's 45. So I sit. I sit in a clinic. For a whole month, <coughs> talk to people about their diet and everything. Then the, the director will do package <coughs> 200 CDs for me, and then as my as my salary because I was not, I was not uh, I was not a very experienced. I just graduated from from school. It was hard. It was painful because the the money could not take me home. <laughs> yeah, the money could not take me home. So I was I was still on that 200. I was still giving offering painfully. Struggling painfully. I'm telling you the truth though. Painfully. It was it was really painful. On the on the 45 euro equivalent of Ghana City. I was still paying tight. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was hard. Then one day, one day, I was, I was just there. And then I saw an advert in the papers. I saw an advert in the papers and I applied. They said they wanted a dietitian. They wanted a dietitian in in the in the western region of Ghana, which is one of the mining towns in Ghana, so it was actually Goldfields Hospital. So they wanted a dietitian. So I reluctantly applied because I didn't want to leave Accra, our Tema, where we lived. I applied. Then they called me. Hi, we, we saw your 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 advert, uh, your CV. You are you are invited to Anita. I I I managed to go. At this time, I didn't inform a lot of people because I don't want pressure. 
when you tell a lot of people, they will tell, they will put a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. Oh, this, how, what happened? So I kept quiet to a lot of people to preserve my sanity. So I went to this interview, I came out, and then they said, okay, James, we, we are giving you an offer. <laughs> so I jumped <laughs> from 200 <laughs> to I think 200 euros or something. That's like 1,000. Yeah, yeah, it's about 200 euros. Yeah. Okay, so I turn from 45 now. <laughs> struggle, we struggle before. So when you see some of us, you don't don't see don't see to me that we are just here on scholarship. We 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 press, we press through some difficult situations. Hallelujah. So out of that experience, I got a job in Goldfields Hospital, which was a promotion. Because if you understand the, the, the employment situation in Ghana at that time, it was very difficult to get a job after finishing university. Even now, it is difficult. So all that happened. Then one day, a friend of mine came to me and I told him, I want to go back to school. He said, oh, is it so? You want to go back to school? Why not apply to an office scholarship in the Netherlands? So I quickly worked it out. I got the admission. Then that, that's how I escaped Ghana. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm telling you something. And the reason I'm telling you is, is this, that my confessions that I was making to my sister, that one day I will leave this country, actually propelled me along certain path to get me to be able to come to this place. And I've been in and out of here almost six years. Praise God. Mm -hmm. So when you have this faith working in you, you can't talk anyhow. You can't say I'm finished. You can't say I'm dead. You can't say I can't have this. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, there are, there are several testimonies of people here applying their faith. But I want to, I want to challenge you again. You have settled. You are settled at a certain level where you see, oh, I, I, have, I have arrived kind of mentality. But in Christ Jesus, there is no end because we keep growing from glory to glory. So as you increase in faith, as you, as you engage your faith and you expand in the knowledge of this faith, you change level. You change level. At, at, the, at any level, you can accommodate a lot of things. The Lord will bring it your way. And then you apply your faith. Praise God. The Lord will bring it your way. You apply your faith. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So you are here. And you have heard this message. And you are like, ah, this guy is preaching some ideal situation. It's very ideal, isn't it? It's very ideal. Huh? <laughs> it's like you don't, want to, you don't want to answer the question. But the point is, their faith that is of God is the ideal faith is the real faith all together it's what you want and it's what is so I want to encourage you today our brother was leading us to pray to, to have uh, a quickening to understand how to search the word of God it is the unveiling of the word that makes your faith stand strong if you have quick, if you have, if you have weak revelation of God's word, 
you you have weak it looks as if your faith is weak but when you have a bigger revelation of God's word you have a, the, the, the totality of it you walk in it hallelujah Amen. there is no way anything can stop you because you know what it is I have several testimonies I was first I was diagnosed of DERD right gastroesophageal reflux disease when I eat things it, it burns I cannot even fast I couldn't fast so I was I was eat I was taking some kind of drug biscopan all kinds of things I was taking the, the the drug was expensive one day I came across a book by Bishop Oedipo saying that Satan get lost that book I read it provoked me the book provoked me and I said I won't take these medicines again I'm not saying you shouldn't take your medicine that's not what I'm saying that's not what I'm saying <coughs> That's not what I'm saying. Everybody is at the level of faith. If your faith helps you to take your medicine, take it and get your healing. But I was so angry because of what I saw. I saw the nakedness of the devil. And I said, no, I cannot have this thing anymore. And then he stopped. It disappeared. I was only sharing it recently that I remembered I had it. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. I was only sharing the testimony recently that I remembered, oh, I don't have it anymore. I couldn't fast. Sometimes when they say fast, I fast up to up to nine. <laughs> yeah, I fast only three hours and then my body is, is shaking like this. <laughs> don't know what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you are delivered from that shaking. Amen. Amen. You Amen. fast and fast well. <laughs> Praise God. So the unlimited power of faith is, is, is in you. It's there. Let it out. Let it find expression. Let it operate around you. Don't wait for pastor to, to pray for you per se. There are times pastor will pray for you. But you, you, you have the power to apply your faith. So that the pastor too will have some free freedom. Small freedom. Huh? Are you with me? Every time you are walking, coming. <laughs> apply your faith. Some, some people will say, are you saying, all the things I'm saying here is on record. Pastor will see it and, and, and verify if I made a mistake. But what I'm saying is, we are all priests. Pastor Farai is our, is, is our, is our senior resident priest. Hallelujah. Amen. When we are strong in faith, we make his work easier. When we are operating at the level of our faith that is required of us as believers, we are making his work easier. When we are operating at a weak faith, we are making his work difficult. We are making the work of other teachers difficult. Today I'm speaking their mind for you. So, let us challenge ourselves. Provoke ourselves to study. Pro provoke yourself to know, to discover yourself in Christ Jesus. Discover what you have in Christ Jesus. Know that you have the totality of God inside of you. And when that is real, nothing can stop you. Hallelujah. Amen. We have a great year ahead of us. The year is not finished. Don't think that because you have entered the eighth month of the year, so everything has ended. 
we are not going to pray. After this, we are just closing. So after I finish, we close. This ministration is too much. You need to go and sleep and rest a bit. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm challenging you that from this meeting, don't just hear this. Thing. Oh, James said some things. Go and set the scriptures. Open it up. See what I'm saying. Did I make a mistake? Correct me if I'm wrong. If you see the light of God in God's word in it, apply it. Don't delay. Don't postpone what you have to do. And let God work through you. To, so that we can manifest the power of Christ in our everyday life. <coughs> in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Father, I thank you. You just want to thank God for his word. You just want to bless God for his word. You just want to thank God that <laughs> you have faith enough to do things. Thank God for the revelation. Thank God for the light. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If anybody here is has a testing that I want a fresh oil or something, let me tell you this. You already have it. So go tonight, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. And that spirit will flow in you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.